Welcome to the X Shack, episode one. Well, this episode we'll be talking about House of X number one, written by Jonathan Hickman and featuring art by Pepe Larraz and colors by Marty Garcia. Warning: spoilers may be ahead. Welcome to the X Shack. Um, this is going to be an ongoing series where we'll be talking about the X books currently in publication. Um, I'm your host, Alan, and I uh, just want to say hey, thank you for joining me. Um, this is a book that a lot of us have been waiting for um, House of X, which is uh, Jonathan Hickman's reboot, if you will, of the X Men. Um, you know, the X Men have been through some trying times in recent years, and they've had some ups and they've had some downs. and now they're being reintegrated back into the um, Marvel Universe. So uh, we've uh, had all the X books canceled, and this is the only book standing. This, along with uh, Power of Ten, um, which will be alternating weeks. So um, next week's episode will be on issue number one of Power of Ten. Uh, but like I said, a lot of us have been waiting for this. Uh, I myself have been excited for this. I have been a fan of the X-Men since a uh, young kid. And I remember watching the uh, 90s X-Men animated series and reading a lot of the X-Men stories between the uh, 90s and early to mid 2000s. Um, Spent some time uh, over the last couple of years reviewing a lot of the X-Books on another podcast. And uh, I I love the X-Men. So I'm excited to be here and excited to see where this is going to go. But uh, with this issue... We uh, actually open with a very interesting premise. Not too much information is given to us, uh, but it appears that uh, Professor X is um, trying to found a mutant nation similar to Genosha, for those who remember Genosha, uh, except this mutant nation is on uh, Krakoa. And if anybody remembers that, that's the uh, mutant living island. And uh, I think that's already also a very interesting premise. It seems that uh, there are certain plants that grow on this island that allow for a few different things to be done. Um, one of which is um, a drug that can be synthesized that actually acts as a um, antibody for humans. So um, it's essentially, it's an antibody that can uh, help them or, or cure humans of most, if not all, diseases. Um, and then there's another drug that is able to actually... Um, it, it's, it's, it's a little weird, but it's not weird in a bad way. So uh, the other drug actually can help cure uh, mental illness and mental deficiencies in humans. Um, we also find out that there are plants that can act as portals that allow mutants to travel between um, gateways, if you will. Uh, these gateways are um, between plants on the island and plants that are uh, stationed other parts of the globe. So just as long as one plant grows on the island and then the, the brother or sister planet, uh, plant grows somewhere else on the planet, then mutants can use this to travel back and forth to, uh, to the island. Um, since the island is a mutant, it kind of knows mutants. So mutants are the only ones allowed to travel through these portals. And uh, that, yet again, another very interesting premise to bring up. Um, it, it gets weirder. But also more interesting, and that's something you're probably going to hear me say a lot on this episode, is how interesting um, 
the premise of certain things or the setup is for this. Um, so we find out that uh, Professor X, who I'm assuming is still in um, Phantom X's body, if you read the Astonishing X-Men, uh, we, we don't really know how much of this connects with anything that was going on over the last couple of years with X-Men. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that we're know in the near future what's going on um, with the connection between this and other stories that we've been reading the last couple of years. But um, Professor X is the president, if you will, of this island. And his ambassador, his ambassador slash vice president is Magneto. And that is weird, scary, and kind of cool to see that they're on the same page in a way. Magneto was totally for this whole, you know, um, nation of mutants, which he's always been Genosha. So he's always been for that idea that mutants should have some kind of land or nation or country to call their own. Uh, but he's even more um, with the offer that Professor X is giving to the rest of the world. So the uh, offer that he's given is that they will share these plants with the world. So they'll share the plant that can uh, produce antibodies and help with diseases and mental illness and everything with the rest of the world under the condition that um, they get Krakoa as their own nation and that they're recognized as a nation. Uh, they don't necessarily want you know, to rule the world, even though they make it explicit in this issue that mutants are to the point where they, they could rule the world. Um, it was believed that mutant births and the mutant population was going to decrease, um, but we find out that that was actually wrong and that there have been mutant births happening um, and that when um, the mutants were given Genosha, they were actually, the humans were buying time. So it was believed that within 10 years, um, the human population would be eradicated. Uh, but it's it's with Genosha that bought them some extra time. So by having Genosha in a place where, you know, um, there's only mutant births there, they they were given like 15 years instead of 10. Um, but we also find out that, of course, with something like this, there's going to be um, factions and groups that want to find out what's really going on. They want to find out, you know, what the mutants are up to. Are they really amassing an army? Are they a threat? Um, so they sneak some... Um, operatives from some different um, groups in there, uh, groups like S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and um, some of the other secret government groups. Uh, and they're there talking to Magneto under the guise of them being um, envoys from other countries to kind of hear the, the offer, negotiate the offer. It's, it's made clear by the end that there is no negotiation, that either the world will take this offer or risk the chance of mutants just all out taking over the planet. And Magneto was totally for that. Um, his ending line is uh, the fact that there are new gods. Because um, during this meeting that he has, they transport through all these different places on the planet. They talk about, you know, what the offer is, what the deal is. And it ends in Jerusalem. And they're kind of like, well, why did you bring us to Jerusalem and not to the island? And he explains, like, well, first of all, you can't come to the island. And secondly... You know, humans love visuals. They, they love some kind of metaphor or representation and they love symbols and they love the idea of religion. So he figured it was only fitting to take them to Jerusalem to let them know that the mutants are the new gods and that if they don't comply with this offer, then it's going to be bad business. Uh, there's no negotiation. There's no back and forth. 
He doesn't care that some of these guys are actually undercover agents. He thinks that that's even better. They can go back and they can tell their um, bosses that this is what's going to happen. They can either like it or face the consequences. Um, while this is going on, uh, we have some side plot. Obviously, there's got to be more to this. This is the first issue, so we got to set up a lot of things. Uh, we find out about a um, task force that's breaking into uh, Reed Richards' facility to try to steal some information. We don't know what that information is. Um, the task force consists of Toad, Sabretooth, and Mystique. And um, in the ensuing battle, because they, they attempt to sneak in there, but that, that doesn't really work out for them. And uh, we find out that in the ensuing battle, Sabretooth is left behind. Cyclops comes out of all people and tries to broker a deal, telling them that they're taking Sabretooth and that even though he's done whatever it is he's done, whatever they're accusing him of, he has safe haven on the island and that they're trying to give all mutants another chance. And instead of, you know, having a battle with the Fantastic Four, because they show up, obviously, it's, it's their facility. Um, Cyclops says that, you know, take them. We'll talk about this later. We'll find another way to try to um, get Sabretooth back in a more peaceful way. And then he disappears. Um, while this is going on, we're giving shots of a lot of different things, um, a lot of different places around the planet, even in space. Um, there's a lot of different factions and a lot of different people that are going to play a big role in whatever's coming up. Uh, so, so far, this is a really good issue. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I was waiting for this book for since it was announced. Since they announced that they were doing this and they were bringing Hickman on, I've been excited about this, and it honestly did not let me down. Uh, I don't want to give away too much spoilers because there's other stuff in the book. There are um, data files that kind of explain um, what a lot of the concepts are. They explain what a lot of the chemicals do for the plant. They explain um, a lot of the different factions and kind of sort of where they fit in. Uh, they even explain for those who don't know, you know, what the different levels of mutants are because they're bringing that back out. So they they thoroughly break down what it means to be a um, an alpha mutant or have an omega level power. I mean, uh, they also break down how uh, Krakoa breaks down his island. So we actually get a map of the island to kind of see where the different um, factions and different sections. And I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be cities, but where those different areas are on the map. Uh, and it seems to be that we are getting a lot of setup here. I'm kind of excited to see what uh, Powers of Ten will be. The way that it's been described, it's going to be the flip side of the story. So this, the two um, issues, House and, and Power, are going to bounce back and forth between the story. So my big assumption is that when we get to um, Powers, that it's going to be more of the human side trying to, you know, um, figure out what's going on, what their counter offer is going to be, whether they're going to um, going to take Professor X's offer. Who who knows? There's a, there's a lot of places that this can go. Now um, I know that recently a lot of the books that will spin out of this were announced, and that raised even more questions for me at least um, because they weren't necessarily books that I expected to be coming down the pipeline. But uh, it seems that there is a well thought out plan here, and that we are really trying to build an X-Men universe and, and give them a position in the Marvel, Marvel universe, which the X-Men need. Um, they've kind of been neglected for a while, and it's good to see that they're getting some time to shine. Um, so, so far, so good. Definitely a great opening issue. Um, some new characters introduced that I'm kind of really interested in wondering 
where they're going to fit into everything, where they fit into the larger scheme of things, and whether or not they're going to be a um, problem later on down the line. Uh, there's even a scene with a space station that looks like it may be made out of the head of a sentinel. So I'm kind of curious to see where that plays in. Um, cool visual to see that, though, to see a space station. And you you kind of go like, is, is that a, a head? Is, is that a sentinel head? So uh, it, it looks like there's really a lot of things that are going to be in here to wow us. And I am thoroughly ready to be wowed. So I'm, I'm hoping to see... Uh, exactly how this plays out. Uh, there's some time jumping in the beginning. I'm, I want to see where that goes because um, we, we kind of get to see, you know, something that happened uh, six months ago, something that happened a year ago, but we're not really given context to what it is. We even see Professor X in a room full of freshly hatched, I'm going to assume, mutants because I believe one of them was Cyclops. Um, and, you know, he, he gives the classic line to me, my X-Men, so I'm wondering if, you know, through everything that's happened, if somehow he's regrown or um, rejuvenated his X-Men, because uh, they all, most of them show up in here. Um, we get Cyclops, we get uh, Janus, Marvel Girl, um, we get what looks to be Iceman, um, Storm shows up a little bit, um, I believe Beast is in there, so even some second string X-Men show up in there. I'll, I'll let that surprise you a little bit when you read it. But uh, so far, so good. Um, art looks great. Um, definitely, they put effort into this book, and it shows that effort has been put in. So I, I, I'm aboard. They, they've got me in. They've got the hooks in me. So I will definitely be tuning in for Power of Ten to see where the story proceeds to. And I think I'm going to be following this all the way through. Um, so I, I would definitely suggest this as a read, especially if you are an X-Men fan. If you're an X-Men fan, pick this book up and check it out. Um, and let me know what your opinion is, because I, I think that they, they might have something here. Um, I know that it's been said that Hickman has a couple of years planned out. So I want to see how a lot of this goes out. Um, I'm not necessarily fiending or, or dying for any kind of um, crossovers just yet even though seeing the Fantastic Four I mean that's technically a crossover that's pretty cool because it's acknowledging that hey the X-Men are in this bigger universe and the Fantastic Four of course is another group that um, didn't get a lot of love in the last couple of years so it's cool to see that them acknowledging like we have these two groups these two iconic you know um, teams in the, in the Marvel Universe they exist in this bigger universe and we're going to acknowledge that they are here they're even crossing over so that that's pretty cool um but as far as like big events i, I don't really want to see any events with these guys yet um i want to see where these series go from here whether or not they're going to be ongoing series or just mini series just kind of fully fleshing out the universe uh, my thought is that the remaining series that's been out of this will be um used to flesh out the universe and kind of, you know, give us a better idea of where the X-Men will stand once the dust settles from everything. Uh, but yeah, if this is something that you've been looking forward to, I would say read it, pick it up. Um, all the X-Fans, we, we may have what we've been dying for, what, we, what we've been wanting for the last few years. Um, so this definitely shows a very strong start to this. Um, yeah, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining me, taking some time out and listening to me speak about this book. Um, if you like the X-Shack, uh, just keep stay tuned. There will be more coming. Um, some new shows are also in the works. 
So uh, until next time, this is me signing out.